Welcome to the Marvel D and Two Evolution podcast with myself, Jarian Gibson, and I'm Alex Stroud. I'm Jamie Smith, and Andy is not joining us today. Uh, but we are doing our special Saturday stream. We're going to do some news, um, and we're going to chat about what's going on lately. Uh, so, if you're out there joining us, welcome to the stream. Um, and Andy may pop in, and we may have some other mobmans from the group pop in. Um, they all have the link. Um, but uh, those of you out there in the chat, um, welcome with us on the, your Saturday afternoon or evening or wherever your uh, time zone you're in. Uh, so let's start with uh, Alex. How are you doing today, Alex? I'm doing pretty good. Um, been a been a rainy Saturday for me, but um, I'm excited to talk about some of this new upcoming Marvel news, especially for some of the TV shows. Nice. How about you, Jamie? Uh, nothing much. Uh, but yard work today. Quite warm, bit cloudy, but uh, other than that, nothing much. Nice. Um, we do have. Looks like um, RMC is with us. So, hey, RMC, how you doing today? What's up, um, RMC? I think right now that's all we have right now with us. But uh, let's go ahead and get started. Um, so if uh, if uh, any of the modmins out there that are in the chat want to join us, uh, it's in our modmin chat link. So you're happy to jump on the stream with us if you like. Uh, but let's go ahead and get started. So uh, let's talk about the news of the week. Uh, first thing, uh, Miss Marvel news. Um, and this is the big one about her power set. Um, so it seems that uh, there's been some interviews between Kevin Feige um, and also between the creators of Miss Marvel. Um, so we adapt the comics. It's not an extract exact translation. Uh, Kevin Feige told an interview with Empire Magazine, Kamala came about in a very specific time within the comic book continuity. She is now coming into a very specific time within the MCU continuity. Um, and those two things didn't match. The new origins for Khan's powers uh, look set to be part of the journey of the show. Uh, what we will learn about where those powers come from and how they come about is specific to the MCU, Feige teases. You will see the great comic splash panels and some of the action sequences. If you want big giants, hands and arms, well, they're here in spirit, if not in stretchy plastic type ways. Um, he further goes on to say that it taps into the future of her story as it connects to her other friends that she will meet up in upcoming film. The Marvels uh, confirms Feige. She's interested in knowing um, great. Does that mean I'm as guardian? Did I get hit with gamma rays? No, it's seemingly none of those things. It goes um, to her own past and heritage and lineage. And before I go on to address what the creators say, this was a big nod from the trailers where it said, um, where she said cosmic, right? Um, mm -hmm. And even in the trailers, um, you see there is some of the enlarged and beginning stuff, but it's not in the same usual way. So before I go on to the creators, what are your all thoughts on that? It, it, are we allowed to talk about Multiverse of Madness? Can I say a little spoiler about that for, for something that kind of relates well, to this? I think our spoiler alert for the group has ended. Um, mm -hmm. I think we're past that now. So mm. I do have a couple of things I will share for Multiverse of Madness. Um, so go ahead. You're, okay. you're welcome to do I, it. 
I, I was just going to say, I, I do find it kind of odd that we just saw Black Bolt in Multiverse of Madness, and then we get Miss Marvel, like, following, like, immediately right after. So it kind of gives me hope that she might be, like, an inhuman. I'm still kind of hoping that, you know? Because, um, I mean, it kind of makes sense with the timing. Um, and so maybe she's an inhuman, and, and I do also find it odd that, I guess, like, maybe they're going to go with this theme of everybody with the name Marvel is going to have some kind of, like, light-based power set or something, you know? Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I think it's I think it's kind of fitting, um, I guess, for the timing, since we just had Black Bolt to bring her show in, I guess, if she's going to be an Inhuman. But do you think with Black Bolt, though, what, in that, what happened in, in uh, Multiverse of Madness, was that more of, you know... Feige's kind of saying, here's a little tease here, but we're, we're going to leave this alone for now and possibly come back to it later. Because I'm not sure if they're going to make her inhuman. Um, mm -hmm. I'm also not sure if, if they're going to even do touching humans again. Uh, before I go, though, be, uh, continue. Monty's out there. So how you doing, Monty? And he says, uh, and beginning was always kind of a ripoff to Reed Richards' power set, which I think for casuals with Fantastic Four coming, it could be confusing. Um, so that's a good point, Monty. Um, mm -hmm. and then also goes on to say is that I'm not married. Um, I'm not married, uh, to the ambiguity. I just don't want her to be ripped off of Captain Marvel. So I think we're going to get a balance of that. Um, maybe her powers, but not just the regular ambiguity, but more cosmic looking like. Mm hmm. That is, that is very similar, like a green line into idea. Yeah. Especially the way the fist forms in the trailer that you see. It's obviously it's not ambiguity, but top. It's a giant fist. It's, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it looks similar to like a green lawn on the outside. So. Yeah, the the powers look more like kind of like holograms almost. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like it's it's yeah. kind of like something that it's uh, it's I, I don't really know how to explain it, but like exactly like when she reaches out and grabs things, I always think of like you said, Jamie, the Green Lantern thing where mm -hmm. he like creates like the glove or creates the giant hand and grabs the constructs. Or yeah. yeah, yeah, the constructs. Yeah, that's the exact word I'm looking for. So the creators also chimed in on this as well. Um, from what we've seen in the trailer, Kamala's powers looks a little different than they did in the comics. Um, how did you approach to translating her power to the screen? This is an interview with uh, Entertainment Week, uh, Weekly. Um, and the response was, obviously, so much of the show is an adaptation. Um, and we thought it was important to make sure that her powers are linking to larger stories in the Marvel Universe. We want yeah. to make sure that there was a little bit more story to tell after the series. Obviously, she goes into the Marvels. The powers do look different, which is very controversial. I know people are like, how dare you change the powers? I know people are upset about it, but as someone who's probably one of the closest people to this character from the inception, I've spoken to Willow about this as well. I think Willow and I have always felt this made sense. This was the right move because there are bigger stories to tell. Um, they go on to say it was really fun to give Kamala different powers, um, that big feel and a scope in cinematic and a different way. We can do a lot of fun things with her. I don't want to spoil too much about how she uses her powers but they're fun and bouncy. And at some point, the essence of what the powers are in the comics is there, both from a metaphorical standpoint and from a visual standpoint, we are doing the ambiguous, the big and fist. Uh, we're doing the elements that make her feel and look kind of crazy, but also really cool. I think it's going to be familiar to people, but at the same time, different in a fresh and unique way. And this is directly from the cr uh, creators that actually wrote her comics. So oh, wow. um, they're all in. Um, RMC goes, I got green lantern vibes too. 
Um, and then it looks like um, who's this comment here about the about the other one? It looks like Monty said this. Says, yeah, um, hard light constructs like Greenland and DC. I'm cool with that. So, you know, it just wasn't something that you know Kevin Feige or even the writers of the show were changing. This is direct from the horse's mouth, the people who created her. Mm-hmm. I think the main aspect people were worried about was the message behind what her powers are, her powers, the message about how she's not comfortable with her body, and that's the whole embiggen side of thing. If the powers can still give that kind of message across, then surely there wouldn't shouldn't be too much more concern for it. You know what I mean? Yep, and I, I think while well, getting the message across, it's it's a high school teenager, you know, that whole phase through high school, everyone's awkward. So I think we're gonna get that whole message across. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then RMC goes to say, um, "What gonna do with this thing?" Here we go. Um, the change makes sense. I get why people that are fans of her specifically are upset, though. Which you know, I'm not upset about it. I've read her comic books. I even went back and reread her, her. Um, her like her original run um, where they go through and she had like the, the mist happened. She snuck out to a party. Um, the mist happened. She had that dream where Captain Marvel was there. I'm sorry. It was Miss Marvel in the old black uh, costume with the sachet Iron Man and Captain America, you know, and then she's like a big fan girl. And then it kind of goes through that. And even in the same series, she actually comes across Wolverine as well in that series. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm kind of excited to see it. Um, but the, the leading lady herself, uh, Iman Villani on her power changes, she says, I'm very possessive of Kamala. I think we stay true to what the comics brought. The themes have always been about identity and about marrying the 50 million things that make Kamala. Uh, for all, all I care, uh, she could uh, shoot sav- uh, sausages out of her fingers as long as she still goes <laughs> on that self-discovery journey. Um, and then she wants to talk about how filming Miss Marvel versus the Marvels was, because she's going to be in both. Um, it was a, absolutely amazing, a completely different experience. You have the same amount of filming time almost to film a lot less content. So everything was more relaxed. And Brie and Tiana, so Captain Marvel and um, uh, uh, Monica um, Rambeau, were the most uh, amazing support system. Just have to have people who have the same pains from doing stunts. We were just crying together. It was awesome. Um, so, like I said, it sounds like everything is there. The, the, the core message is there. Everything else is there. So... I don't think, you know, the power set changing is going to make any kind of big difference. And I, I do have a dumb question because I don't I don't have a lot of knowledge on Miss Marvel. But isn't she technically considered kind of like an outcast by the Inhumans because she's technically kind of like a new human because she went through Terra Genesis like later on in her life? A, a than... little, yeah, sort of. But they also send Lockjaw to, to summon her and uh, Lockjaw also does kind of keep an eye on there. So... That's the only thing that is sad to me that if we don't get some kind of like end of the show season where some portal opens up, you know, and don't show Lockjaw, but just get the portal opening and her going somewhere because mm-hmm. those two are, are pretty much very tight in the comics and the cartoons and some of the runs. So, you know, if they don't do in humans, at least try to give us Lockjaw in some way, um, mm-hmm. I think w- would be a good way to round it out. But I don't know if they're going to touch past Multiverse of Madness. I don't think if, I don't know if they're going to touch in humans again. Well, and Lockjaw fits with all these other, like, we've seen Alligator Loki, we've yep. seen Throg, you know, so, I mean, like, and, and there's others that I'm not even thinking of, that I'm sure that, like, you know, you can name from various other movies yep. and shows, so, like, Goose. it's one of those things, yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. so, like, th- there's plenty other that, like, we can kind of relate to being similar in that aspect. And you could even have Captain Marvel come across Lockjaw 
on her adventures, not make him a human, make him some kind of other uh, species. And then she sends Lockjaw to to go round up Miss Marvel to bring her to her because she's off doing other stuff and needs her help or or sees her and needs a trainer or something like that. So you could still do Lockjaw without Inhumans. Mm-hmm. Pet Avengers, too. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Any other comments on Miss Marvel before we move on to the next topic? Mm-mm. So Moon Knight has been getting a lot of buzz, too, as well. Um, the writers, producers... They've all been doing interviews. Um, there's been some exclusive interviews out there. Um, but early Moon Knight scripts included gore. Um, so in an interview here, uh, both a lot and a little. But the reality is what we had uh, no idea. When we started working on the show, we, we didn't know w- uh, when we were de- uh, debuting. We always sort of assumed it would be later down the road. And we would sort of be coming out in fall of 2022. And we thought we would probably be following Thor Love and Thunder. But at the same time, Thor didn't necessarily have a concrete release date either. Everything was sort of up in the air. And it's like we might be ahead of Thor or might be finishing up. So there was a different version of the script where the gods would sort of talk about this thing with Gore the God Butcher just happened. And now we've got this new problem. And there were other versions of the script where they sort of talked about, we're hearing rumors that gods are dying. This is not the right time to get involved. Like we tried to have our cake and eat it too. Um, for Jeremy Slater goes on to say, because this is from Jeremy Slater, um, we knew the general beats of what would happen in Thor: Love and Thunder, so that wouldn't be contradicting anything. But we had a version of the story that sort of teased Gore's arrival, and ones were sort of taking place the aftermath of that movie. Ultimately, at some point, Marvel just made the creative decision. You know what? We don't necessarily need this. Um, the the way that the Ennead scene ultimately panned out in episode three, it didn't feel like there was an organic place to sort of drop in like, oh, by the way, there's nothing to do with the story we're currently telling, but there's a thing happening over here. I think Marvel's getting very smart um, about how they sort of work in those references and cameos, and they'll do it if it makes sense. They won't do it uh, if they hurt the story, so they don't uh, do it just for the sake of doing it. I think that was always the time where they felt like we're stretching to make this connection. We really don't need it. Um, so that was interesting that Gore was thought about. They had the connection there. Um, and, you know, but they had to scrap it because of, the, of timing and, and what was going on. Uh, I want to give a shout out to Roxy. She's on. Uh, hey, Roxy. Uh, thanks for joining us today. Um, and then Monty goes, oh, man, that would have been great, which I would have loved to see some kind of Gore reference. You know, I've always said, you know, just have God's dying at the end um, of the show. Don't show Gore. Just tease it. And then in Love and Thunder leave with you know half thor investigating those egyptian gods dying yeah and i mean i think it also makes sense with the timing of where love and thunder was going to come at with the you know moon knight just being just uh, you know right before that now like looking back at that but it also i feel like marvel probably does this with a lot of scripts where they probably write something with like the intention of getting to one point and then they probably change that script so many times and say well we're gonna leave gore out there and still get there but we're gonna use this just to get there because like as great as that would have been i felt like that may have taken away from moon knight and his introduction into the mcu versus like you know the new thor movie coming out down the road yeah Mm. Jalen taking taken away from that is the way they're talking. Sounds like God's supposed to survive Love and Thunder. Yeah, possibly. You know, maybe he's set up for, you know, something coming more. So, um, oh, let's see what Monty has to say. Your mind's got a good take here. Let's see if it's on the screen. I will die on this hill. Moon Knight Knight being more connected to the greater MCU was to its uh, detriment. Marvel is the longest story in history. It's been uh, it, or it it's at its best when it's in- interwoven with itself 
even in slight mentions. And I agree, there should have been some way to connect them, the dots, you know, some kind of thing to tie them into the MCU other than the astral plane and, and seeing the GRC logo. They should have had more. Um, and then RMC goes on to say, um, it would have been really cool to get the reference, but at the same time, I'd rather the air on the side of a costume with stuff like that. Um, and honestly, I think this had to do with the whole coming out of the pandemic timing, you know, trying to get actors in. Um, we, we saw one actor got switched out for Multiverse of Madness because of COVID. Mm -hmm. So um, it all could have been timing and the schedule and, and so forth. And then, oh, hey, Barb's on with this too. Hey, Barb. Um, and she says um, a, another post credit scene missing then. So they, yeah, missed opportunities there. Yeah. Um, but here's some more connection news. Uh, Kit Harrington's Dane Whitman was considered early on in writer's room for appearance. Um, Maharshala Mar Ali's blade was off the table um, completely. So they never were going to bring uh, blade in, into the series, but they had Dane Whitman um, mm. as possible early on in the script, which even just seeing Dane walking through Stephen's museum, you know, or just, you know, Stephen giving some kind of nod or some kind of high, um, that would have been a great nod right there. Yeah, and I feel like it would have been also kind of like a weird direction for Dane, though, after seeing him at the end of Eternals going to get the sword after, like, seeing Cersei, like, disappear, for him to just, like, pop up in Moon Knight, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, maybe he's like, looking for information, though, or, you know, maybe he's, maybe him and Blade are behind the scenes, um, and he's looking, looking him to so check him out. Yeah. And yeah. then, um, oh, Andy's on with this, too. Hey, Andy, Andy's in the chat. Um... Monty goes, Dane makes sense because he lives in London. Um, and then Andy goes, Dane was in London, so it makes perfect sense. Um, why is this clicking on here? There we go. So, you know, I think it was a missed opportunity because you're right. Internals, he was in London, the whole thing there. Dane could have been investigating, maybe check out different museums about the origin of that sword and, and more mm -hmm. stuff because um, so uh, we have we have some um what's going on here in the chat? Let me see. <laughs> Same. Looks like uh yeah. yeah, stop copying <laughs> me. So it looks like there's some uh, good ideas there. Um, and then was I don't think it was the same museum. No, I I don't think it was. I think it was different. So I think it was yeah. same museum there, RMC. But yeah, doing some research, looking out, you know, because after um Cersei got taken away, you know, he could be scrambling for information, you know, and, and that kind of stuff. So um, Barb has a question here in the chat. Let me put this on. Um, will we have everything tied together, even if it's not mentioned now? Remember, 23 movies until Endgame. So I, I know at some point they're going to cross over. Um, and I think the best way to cross over right now would to be just to look at forward, not backward, and maybe look at um, where by night, um, which yeah. in the next piece here, where by night was also pitched to see the BM Moon Knight. Um, so Jeremy Slater wanted to say in my pitch, one of the images that I used was a shot of Moon Knight fighting a giant 12 foot tall werewolf with glowing eyes. He says, I was like, look, yes, Moon Knight is a street level vigilante guy. He can go up against uh, purse snatchers and the drug runners and everything, but he's also a monster hunter. And that's how he was introduced. So I, you know, I think they missed, um, an opportunity there as well. Even a shot at the end of him fighting a werewolf or him chasing where as another post credit scene to tie into where by night, but they can still fix this by having him in where by night as well. So what are your guys thoughts on that? 
well, Marvel knew what they were doing when they gave us the Jackals in the Moon Knight series. Like, they were totally trying to, like, get us hyped up. Because I know everybody was like, are those Jackals? Are those werewolves? Like, everybody was, like, arguing about that and stuff like that. And then you go back and you watch it now. and Obviously, they weren't werewolves. But, you know, it would have also been an interesting little thing to have Werewolf by Night appear in the Moon Knight series. Because Moon Knight first appeared in Werewolf by Night. So it would have kind of been, like, a reverse of... Mm-hmm the comics happening here yeah and that's uh that have been a great to do it and even the first episode teased where by night comic you know that was the mm-hmm. free comic for that one so um or just the name uh, drop of jack russell too yeah they, just, jack they, russell, they could have just yeah. done that um barb had a comment here about the museums uh so she goes dane and cersei sam museum national history one Stephen was the british museum with the mummy so different museums there um and then so yeah, so we have that one going there. Um, any other thoughts on Moon Knight? I have one more. Um, they did come out and say that Jake Lockley was there the whole time. And I, I've seen Monty's comments on the post about this and even RMC's and I think uh, Justin's as well, where it was like, you know, kind of no shit, Sir Lock. He's kind of been there the whole the whole time. We all knew that. Three mirrors. The every time he blacked out, there were subtle hints there. That was so. good. Yeah. Okay. Unfortun- unfortunately, I feel like we probably shouldn't have had to have waited till the very end to actually see his character like kind of flushed out to the surface you know but because that 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 just makes me feel like we didn't get enough of that character and we need a season two of Moon Knight. yep you know and rmc goes i said all along in episode one which you know he's been there so, so what do you what, what would you think would be the next possible project for moon knight to show up in I could see where if I night, I, I think that's yeah. an obvious one. Um, mm-hmm. But RMC real quick says blackouts made it obvious. And then, yeah. so I think this is Monty saying, yep, that's Monty as well saying it was pretty obvious and it was weak until final reveal. So um, the Spanish thing, I don't think he speaks, he spoke Spanish in the comments. I don't remember it. And that's why I, I kept laughing mm. and calling him a Kobo because I don't remember him being. Um, nice. No, a New York. Copy, yeah. It? It was like a New York accent. Wasn't there something? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so no, no Spanish there. Um, but yeah, for me, the next project, obviously, where by night, um, maybe he could pop up in blade next year, have some yeah. crossover there. Uh, I'm trying to think what else is on the slate. Um, maybe some kind of hint depends when she Hulk is, is done. Um, I mean, I hope be, that, you know, that w- we wouldn't have to wait till a midnight suns thing. Yeah. You know? Like that would, would yeah. That could be a like a really long time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Could he possibly <sighs> not really No, it doesn't matter. Never mind. <laughs> doesn't matter. Okay. Doesn't matter. So uh any other um thoughts on Moon Knight from Gone to Fantastic Four News? It's kinda tied to Moon Knight. Uh, I don't I don't think I want to add anything else. Okay. So um Fantastic Four news. Moon Knight producers Grant Curtis and Nick Pepin will help to produce Marvel Studios' Fantastic Four movie. So we have producers now. Um, We still don't have anything as far as uh, director yet or the cast. Um, And I'm going to go ahead and make a guess here about when we'll get an announcement uh, on cast and possibly director. Um, D23... Um, is coming up on September 9th of this year. 
Um, San Diego Comic-Con is coming up on July 21st of this year. And from some of the stuff that I've seen out there from the scoopers, it sounds like there's going to be some big announcements between the two. Um, I'm going to guess maybe San Diego Comic-Con, we get the director. And by D23, we get the cast. And we probably also get more of the Marvel slate uh, of coming up in some kind of more things on fluid dates. Um, what are your guys' thoughts on that? I feel like for Fantastic Four, that is going to be one of the toughest castings probably in the next few years with Marvel. Because, um, you know, we've seen several Fantastic Four movies and nobody's really ever been, I think, really particularly happy with those characters and the portrayals of them in those movies. Um, good actors. It's just the the movies themselves weren't the best. So I think like they have some baggage there that they have to kind of overcome. And I think that these movies need to be something kind of different for Marvel's first family. Like they need to stay away probably from like Galactus and doom and, and things like that as villains and kind of create some kind of like new formula that hasn't been seen on screen. You know, they definitely need to be a slow burner because they're going to be there for a while. Yeah. And I, and I actually I actually really like that 60s idea of them being from the 60s because then that just kind of feels like, you know, Reed's such a smart guy. Like, even in the modern world, he would still be so smart even if he was from the 60s. So, you know, it's it's kind of one of those things where it, I think it would work and fit well. Yeah, I think it goes with our, our uh, theory that we discussed back in one of the, the quiz uh, nights. Me, you, and... Um, um, Raymark discussed that theory about when they could show up and be tied to Hank Pym and possibly that accident that um, an in game that they teased with uh, Hank Pym about his glowing and spilling. He took off running where mm -hmm. a similar accident could have happened and Fantastic Four got trapped inside the quantum realm or the negative zone being an area of the quantum realm and, you know, having this tied to quantum mania. Um, so I definitely think that's the route they could be going. Um, but yeah, I do think they need to, to, to crawl, walk, or run with Fantastic Four and not come in guns blazing with some big threat like Galactus or, or Doom or anything like that. You know, change things up um, and, and go that way, build them up. Um, you know, hopefully Doom comes in through, like I've always said, Wakanda forever, whether he's in credit scene or teased through other things about uh, Laveria or something like that. Um, so, you know, we'll see, um, and I do have some Wakanda forever news as well coming up. So, um, we'll tie into that. I want to circle back to the chat though. Um, RMC is right. Um, it, it probably was a nod to his heritage cause he is Cuban and Spanish. I think I know he's definitely uh, Spanish heritage and he actually yeah, changed his, changed his name up to, for, for, um, to be on screens. It's actually a longer name. Uh, my wife was actually t telling me this about all this as well. She actually went and researched it while the Moon Knight series was happening. <laughs> um, and then another question here uh, about Black Knight um, that Monty's asking. Um, anything about Black Knight? And then I don't know anything about Black Knight now. So that's another one where we don't know where he's going to show up or where he's going to be connected to. Um, he could be another one that we don't see until Blade because Blade was the recruiting at the end of Eternals. So maybe we see him in Blade. Um, there was some stuff that I was reading today that Blade could be going the Drac the Tomb of Dracula route, possibly, um, for the movie. So um, we'll see what happens there. Um, but yeah, definitely, I don't know when we'll see Black Knight. I'm trying to think where else he could pop in uh, right now in the current side of things. Um, mm -hmm. Maybe we, we see him with Fantastic or with Quantumania 2 as well, possibly, or or something, or I don't know, Loki Season 2, maybe. 
another place you could pop up possibly. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I'm not sure about Black Knight. Um, but speaking it, of, go ahead. It, it, yeah, I was just gonna say it would be interesting, and and I really hope that they don't do this. But I think it would be kind of like an interesting little connection here if they made the sword not the necro sword for gore but it may, they actually made gore come to earth for a black knight sword or something like that you know in love and thunder and that would be kind of like his next little appearance there you go yeah yeah so and tie-in. that's why and that's why gore comes to earth and that's where thor runs into gore and yada 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 and... so barb's asking is there a plot for quantumania already which i don't know the full plot there i just know that it's going to involve kang and I'm not sure which variants of Kang, but I know this is going to be uh, Kang's movie debut. Uh, I'm just not sure what the rest of it is. Um, I'm not sure if anyone's not going to make it out. Um, but I do know they did change up um, Scott's daughter, um, Cassie mm-hmm. Lang, to a different actress. And, you know, hopefully we'll see her become Young Avengers stature, some tie to Kate Bishop because they are tight in the comics. Um, so we'll have to see what happens with those two. Wasp is still going to be in it, right? Yes. Quant- yep. Oh, it's Ant-Man okay. and the Wasp Quantumania. And okay. I remember, too, they did change the dates. So January of next year, um, they did swap dates with the Marvels. And I don't know if it's because of plot lines or storylines or, you know, one of the things I did read is that Quantumania is definitely further along than mm-hmm. um, the Marvels. So we'll see. Which I think we spoke about this the other day, but I feel like that also has an impact on the plot of Loki now as well. Yeah. You know, since Kang is in Quantum Mania, and we just saw his statue at the end of Loki, so is uh, Jimmy still with us? I think he froze. No, I'm still here. Okay, we, we hear you. Your video's froze though, so we hear you though. Uh, That's good. No, I'm still here. All right, cool. Um, next piece of news: Elizabeth Olsen will not appear in House of Harkness. She wanted to say, "I mean, I would do anything with Han." Yeah, no, I'm not appearing in it. Not as far as I'm aware. But I love the woman's uh, the, that woman so much. That entire show was just filled with lots of joy. It was great. Um, which House of Harkness um, could be something that we see for some past stuff. So maybe come across other characters too. Um, so it, it might be a connection there with House of Harkness. I just don't have a date for it. Uh, RMC is a comment. Go ahead before I get to RMC's comment. Go ahead. Uh, I, I was just gonna say, isn't House of Harkness supposed to be kind of more like a musical too? Kind That's of. That's what I thought as well, but I've heard rumors about that, but nothing confirmed right now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Circling back to Quantum Mania, RMC has a comment. So I bet we hear more about tiny civilizations in the quantum realm, which I definitely think so. There definitely was a city there that we saw when they mm-hmm. went to rescue um, uh, Janet, um, and then. Who's this one from? Um, Must be Andy. Andy. Yep, Andy's in the chat. And he goes, still reckon they missed a beat not having Scott show up at the end of Hawkeye and fix that little truck for Clint and say mm-hmm. to Kate, hey, you're really uh, getting well with my daughter, which I absolutely agree 100% with that one, Andy. You're spot on with that one. And then um, Barb goes, please no musical for House of Harkness. And I agree um, with that. <laughs> I agree with that as well. Um, so the next piece was, um, so the Disney had their latest earnings call. Um, and Bob Chapek confirmed that Black Panther Wakanda Forever is still on track for later this year. So no no changes there. Still on track. Um, that's good. And that's where I hope we get some kind of post credits or some kind of nod to kind of enter, start to get the ball rolling with Doom. Was there was there fear that it might have some sort of impact that it would be pushed back? Um, so 
this is one where they, they shut down. Remember, they shut down um, Christmas for a while. They yeah, had some, yeah, some COVID on set stuff. They shut down for a while. They got things back. They had some reshoots. I know they were things shooting in Puerto Rico as well. So okay. there was some um, flux there, you know, with the schedule, but it sounds like everything's on track. Okay. Um, I, I just didn't know if something else came up or anything yeah. like that. Okay. Monty's got a question here in the chat. Does anyone else feel like phase four is a bit disconnected so far? Like how will Turner's connect to things going forward? Shang-Chi, Moon Knight, Kate Bishop, lots of characters. I feel can't really predict how they'll be going forward. Um, so that's an interesting question for Monty. Mm -hmm. And it, it, some things do feel disconnected while others do feel connected. So Shang-Chi, for example, we saw Banner and, and, and Captain Marvel show up in the end. So the, there could be some ties there. Maybe Shang-Chi's mm -hmm. on the cosmic route with the Ten Rings. Um, but so there's some connection there. Eternals, we saw the Blade connection in the the post-credits, so that could tie in there. I don't know where we'll see Eternals next, um, but I think Marvel is might be on a pivot here to going down that horror route because we have Where It By Night coming. We have Multiverse of Madness. We have Man-Thing coming. Um, so we have some things there. House of Harkness. Um, there's big rumors on Ghost Rider being introduced. You know, there's been a lot of chatter of Midnight Suns. So I think they're trying to introduce the horror side of things, but I think there's going to be some connection there. We might not see it all now, um, but we'll see how it goes. Um, and then let me see here. RMC goes, I feel like it's all about transitioning characters, lots of emotional traumas too, which is a great point. Mm -hmm. um, and then uh, also including intros to new ones. Black Knight, Shang-Chi, Moon Knight, Eternals. Um, and what else we have here? Um, I think this is Monty again. Or this is Barb. Um, Bruce met Shang-Chi. He's in She-Hulk. Um, probably in contact with Hawkeye. Heard about New Vigilante Town at Moon Knight. He'll bring everyone together. So, you know, there could be some some ties there. We, we just haven't seen them yet. Um, we'll have to wait and see how they, how they do. It might not be clear for all of them. Some are clear, but not as some aren't so clear. Feels I like think that's going to be... Go ahead, Jamie. I feel like there's going to be more than one path to go down here, and it's going mm -hmm. to, I think just now it's a case of connection, the con connecting the connections, because I think we need to establish all those different routes that are going, which mm -hmm. well, I'm sure at some point they'll all eventually come back together as well. Yeah, and then they'll do it again, but it just it seems like it's going to be a lot more paths we're going than we did before Endgame. We had a two, three little paths, I feel like there's going to be a lot more different and so far apart and it's just connecting those new new branches together themselves. Mm -hmm. there's, a, there's a lot of new ones, there's the, the ones that will always continue sort of thing, but then it's, it's, it's just as Adam says, transitioning into these new branches that they're trying to make. Yeah, yeah. I think it's all going to come down to Secret Wars at some point. <clears throat> they're all coming back together, but they might be on third pass. We might have cosmic, street level, uh, mm -hmm. horror, mystical, you know, mm -hmm. um, so different things. I also can't help but notice how many of these projects, like, kind of carry the, I guess you can say, kind of like the theme of a lot of, I guess, like history. And that's both, like, MCU history and real world history as well. But I mean, like when you when you watch Eternals, we see the Eternals go through like thousands of years of living on Earth. You know, in Shang-Chi, we have the Ten Rings that are literally like ancient and nobody knows where they came from or how old they are. You know, Moon Knight, we know that there's been several versions of Moon Knight 
through the ages because of Khonshu. He's obviously been like pulling people. So I feel like there's like this kind of like very light connection to time. Maybe that's because of Kang coming. Yeah, that's future. a good point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good, good uh, theme. Yeah. So like maybe that's what it is. Time, history, whatever. But maybe it's just world building. I don't know. And you could even have Eternals and Moon Knight crossover at some point. You know, one of the uh, previous avatars as well through mm-hmm. history. We saw what they teased Excalibur in one of the in the on the ship, yeah. um, and you know other things too as well. So that could be also there also. Um, Jamie um, Barb agrees with your with your. Uh, it'll take longer, everything to tie in, and then um, RMC goes so ready for Secret Wars, but don't want them to rush it. Not ready yet. We need mutants still. Got to have a full house before the war. Um, mm-hmm. And he also says good points, uh, Jamie as well. Yeah, you saw the introduced mutants here, and that's going to be a tricky one. We'll we'll see how that goes. I don't know if that's going to be just cartoon for now, you know, or if cartoon's going to cross over or what, but yeah. Um, Or if the the cartoon will kind of lay some foundation for the same universe that we kind of see in the MCU for them, you know what I'm saying? Because we got the theme song with Professor X and yeah, over your ears. I mean, they they gave Earmuffs. it to us. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. Um, anyways, we're gonna move on to some Waldron quotes about uh, multiverse of madness, and I think our group is out of the spoiler ban, at least for this. You know, putting the spoiler alert you can do now. Yes. So if you haven't seen Multiverse of Madness, I would stop listening now for a few minutes, um, unless or unless you don't care about some spoiler things. Um, but um, yeah. RMC goes, that's my thinking, Alex. And we heard the cartoon theme of Professor X when he came out for the Illuminati. Um, so there's that. But Waldron did say on phase four, which goes into our topic here, where are things going? And it can be multiversal. So Waldron on phase four, growing multiversal threats. Um, and there's the threat, and it's it's there, and now it's out there. There's a multiversal threat in the same way that when the MCU first went cosmic many years ago. There was the need. Uh, there was the teed up threat of Thanos. Now it's probably a matter of you're getting up. Uh, you're setting up some multiversal threats on the board, whether it's Kang, incursions, whatever. It'll be interesting to see how those things come together. So yeah. So it sounds like to go with your time theme, it's multiversal, which makes sense. You know, mm-hmm. and incursions were something they brought up in Multiverse of Madness, uh, and we'll see what happens. We do know incursions can destroy other universes. As what happened to, to some in, in there. Um, so um, let me see here from the chat. Uh, Monty said he's so ready for time runs out and incursions and have a secret wars 2015 come out of that, which like I said, all roads are leading um, to secret wars. Um, Waldron went further to talk about Rintra because we, we didn't see a lot of Rintra in Multiverse of Madness. Um, he goes on to say there's some Rintra on the cutting room floor. But look, that's just meat on the bone for the next go around. So it sounds like there's also more Rintraw coming. Um, and that goes with our spoiler review that we did last last earlier this week of Multiverse of Madness, that Rintraw was one of the major cuts on the film, not all those cameos that everyone wanted to have. So, But it sounds like we have Rintraw coming. Hmm. He also discussed 616 Mordo as well. So the main universe from Doctor Strange 1 Mordo. Yeah, there was, and we talked about that history and what had happened. We explored ways that would be interesting to intertwine with this story, but ultimately it felt like the story was left for another day. He's out there. What happened between them, we don't know, but I am certain we will find out. So 
that was another thing that I reported in the thing in our review for Dr. Strange that that was another major thing that got a major thing that got cut was Mordo 616. Um, some more story on that. So something like we're saying that for later also. Um, let me see here. We have a comment from Monty. He's making a good point. Yeah. Didn't incursions. Okay. Didn't the incursion actually start? Did Sinister Strange live in a universe where an incursion happened? So we're already no. Yep. So Sinister Strange um, did live in a universe with one. Um, the 838 Strange um, for the Illuminati, he was causing incursions. And that's why the Illuminati was so against any kind of travel, multiversal travel and that kind of stuff, because a universe was actually destroyed because of, I believe, Strange's travels. He caused an incursion that destroyed a universe. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they're happening. Um, we saw in the post credits that, you know, Clea came and said, you caused an incursion. Let's go fix it. Which to me, I think strange caused an incursion in the first Dr. Strange movie when he went to the dark dimension to do the time loop with Dormammu. So mm-hmm. that's why I a hundred percent think that Dr. Strange three is going to be Dr. Strange in the dark dimension. Mm-hmm. So I, f- I feel like I feel like us seeing Nexus events in the TVA was kind of like our soft intro into incursions in a way, you know, because incursions are kind of like a universe size thing, whereas like Nexus events are kind of like one choice being different, you know, so. I don't so know. Could, could the branch clipping they were doing, the TVA was doing were to prevent those incursions from exploding those universes? There could be some connection there. Because we saw what happened when the branches went wild and what happened with the multiverse. I wonder if there's some tie over there um, with that between incursions and branches and the TVA clipping branches. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe there's some thing where, like, whenever you have two universes that kind of, like, have people that go back and forth between them, maybe it causes them to get drugged together or something, yep. you know? We don't. We haven't really seen any, like, long-term effects of what all this multiverse travel causes on the multiverse yet in the MCU. So I'm sure it's going to have a negative impact because it seems like everybody's kind of hurting the multiverse. We've seen it fracture in Loki. We've seen it you know, kind of change a little bit in Multiverse of Madness. And we saw one character talk about leaving footprints and how that basically causes incursions to happen yep. and how one universe must be destroyed and for one to live, basically. So. RMC goes, Secret Wars gives me hope um, that we'll eventually get Wastelanders, which that's a good one, too. Yeah, that so, is a good one. Um, also. We have some Deadpool uh, stuff here from Waldron as well. Yeah, we talked about it. I think we talked about everything in this movie. So it would have been crazy to not raise it. But it ultimately didn't feel like it just didn't feel like the right place. Uh, but yeah, of course, we talked about it. So, hmm. so it looks, you know, so it looks like all the cameos they did talk about, um, but some didn't happen. Um, and I'll say one more thing that I shared to the page earlier today is that Daniel Craig was originally going to be Baldur the Brave on the Illuminati in Multiverse of Madness, but because of COVID and travel, he did not do it, and they changed the role to Krasinski doing Mr. Fantastic. Um, The other thing, too, there is that Krasinski doing Mr. Fantastic was all green screen work. He never was on set. So I think they still could have done Craig, as well, um, but he, you know, he wasn't traveling because of the, all the, the pandemic. But I'm gonna assume. Today. 
I'm going to assume Daniel Craig stays in the States now, because didn't they film it in London anyway? Uh, yes, they did film in London. Yeah, yeah. so he, must, he mustn't live in London anymore. Yeah, time. the, Mar- the mean, Marvels, yeah. Quantumania, and Multiverse of Madness all filmed in London. Mm. So, that's a good point. Mm. Or he could have been somewhere else where he couldn't travel. Yeah, maybe. yeah. So. So that's all I have on anything spoiler-ish for Multiverse of Madness. So if you had your muffs on, you can take them off now. Um, and we'll move on to some cancellations here. So sounds like Hulu is probably done with any Marvel content. Modoc was canceled after one season. Um, and there's still no word on Hitmonkey second season. Um, but they did have a Howard the Duck and also Tigra and Dazzler um, shows, animated shows um, planned as well but they were scrapped before airing. There was a plan to basically have all f- all show uh, all four shows cross over in a series called The Offenders. <laughs> the Offenders. Yeah. So that didn't happen. You think that's a consolidation play to eventually maybe move everything over to like a Disney plus cuz I know Disney's doing that thing where they kind of are going to do like more of like an adult section yeah. supposedly in the future. So maybe that's like Marvel trying to just put all their their items in yeah. one box, you know. Yep, I agree exactly cuz I know there was rumors for a while about a new platform before they had parental controls and then possibly using Hulu and then they brought printer controls onto Disney Plus and so I think everything's going to be on Disney Plus like you said. I think it's consolidation. Yeah. Speaking of consolidation, um oh rmc agrees with you i think it is alex so rmc agrees as well but speaking of consolidation um so also during the investors call ending licensing deals early to move shows to disney plus cost disney one billion dollars during the quarterly investors call it was said they recognized revenue reversal of one billion related to early termination of content licensing agreements with a customer in order to make content available on their own direct-to-consumer services. To me, this sounds like a big chunk of that is Netflix Marvel. Um, Because what happened this this last quarter, you know, Netflix Marvel shows got taken off Netflix. They're on Disney Plus now. So I think a big chunk of that was ending that deal early. And I wonder what else they get as well from that. A um, billion, billion though. Yeah, one billion. <laughs> yeah, one um, billion dollars. RMC goes doing the same now, canceling stuff. Or sorry, DC doing the same stuff now, canceling d- stuff on different networks to put under one roof. Like you see a lot of stuff on CW is getting canceled right now. So that makes a lot of sense. And they're trying to maybe consolidate to HBO Max, maybe. Sure. They have that their yeah. platform. Which so. it's weird because even, but there's there's shows like Stargirl that I've been seeing some things about, like apparently they're hinting at it might get canceled at some point in the yeah. near future. And Stargirl is made by HBO Max, but it appears on the CW now. So it's kind of weird how they do that. Same thing with uh, Superman and Lois. I think it is also made by HBO Max and appears on the CW. But what's, what's even funnier is that all these other shows are getting canceled, but they're still trying to move forward with the Powerpuff Girls. Yeah. Make it make sense. So. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, what's her name? Uh, the girl that played Quake left that yep, show. Uh, Did she not? Uh, yeah. Uh, Chloe Bennett. Yeah. She left the yeah. project. So. Yeah. Everyone thought she's playing Quake in Multiverse of Madness. Here we go. But nope, that was not the reason why she left. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I do have uh, some She-Hulk rumor or so She-Hulk news. Um, and so we talked about earlier where Moon Knight could show up, where other people could show up. So the rumors before were She-Hulk was pushed to 2023. 
those were false rumors. There's a new report out that here that came out today um, that the show will release on August 17th. So I know right now we're kind of in that lull of Disney content um, until Miss Marvel comes out. Um, and then right after Miss Marvel, we're going to have She-Hulk. So, and that's supposed to be, I think, a 10-episode run, about 30 minutes-ish, like a sitcom style, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's the August 17th, Wednesday. It sounds like we're going to get She-Hulk then. That's when we can see Moon Knight again. Um, I know we're probably, we know we're going to see Banner again. There's rumors of Daredevil as well being in the series. Um, so be interested to see who all is in that series. Hmm. It's it's weird too because that's going to be kind of like a very fourth wall breaking series. I feel like so maybe that's more for the sitcom style of why that's going to be that way. You know, other than. And it'll be really interesting because, like, we've seen the Deadpool movies, but I don't really think we've seen fourth wall breaking really officially in the MCU. And it'll be She-Hulk doing it before we actually see Deadpool doing it in yeah. something of his own, you know? I got some kind of weird feeling that, that She-Hulk is, is going to be like uh, Seinfeld. I don't know why. <laughs> I just keep thinking that. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it would also be just like a complete curveball if they have her break the fourth wall, like at the end of the show and like an end credit scene and then Deadpool walks in at the same time and breaks the fourth wall. Like that yeah, would be completely be cool. funny. Yeah. RMC goes lots of rumors about She-Hulk. So mm-hmm. the last piece of news uh, before we have open discussion to round things out is the Conan licensing is moving on from Marvel. Um, July's Conan issue Maybe Marvel's last. The European company, which I think is a Swedish company, um, holds the rights and will start publishing their own Conan comics. This will not impact Marvel publishing past Marvel publishing's only things after the July issue, which is interesting because that's another reason why that in Multiverse of Madness we got Gargantos instead of mm-hmm. Shimmer Giraffe because of, the, of that rights same rights issue. So, you know, I was hoping at some point we get Conan possibly, you know, in, in the MCU, but. Unless something happens or some deal is worked out, I doesn't seem like we're going to see any more Conan tied to Marvel after July of this year. Will Will that impact any other characters related to him that we can think of, like potentially? I'm trying to think. That's a good question. I'll have to do some research on that. Because I know right now Conan and Shuma, any I think any talks of Crimarians possibly mm-hmm. um, will be impacted. Um, Cause, and cause, I think you know, there's a like, new Red Sonja project coming out too as well. But not Marvel, but just the new Red Sonja project. Because they kind of do that thing where they put characters underneath umbrellas. I mean, like, you've got all the Spider-Man characters, like Black yep. Cat and all those characters kind of underneath sure. that, like Spider-Man umbrella, Silver Sable, and, you know, yada, yada, yada. So, like, it, it would kind of make sense, I guess, if they did that. But who knows? Yeah. On the bright side, at least we can get a pet out of them, you know? Yeah. And there's issues coming out where the cross some crossing over yeah, too. So really to yeah. yeah. I wouldn't mind seeing an animated series of that. <laughs> On Disney Plus, really the Predators versus the, the Marvel, so or versus the Avengers. So I know there's like a Blade one, I think it's a Black Widow one. Mm-hmm. I'll go look at the all the stuff, but I'm looking forward to that series coming out. Mm-hmm. Like like the Predators from like Predators versus Predator Predators versus yeah. Aliens. Yeah. Which, which that's so weird because like DC has done a thing before where they did a crossover where Batman fought the Predator. So, you know, it's it's kind of a, a weird thing. But I remember seeing that fan made YouTube video a couple of years back where I think Batman was fighting the aliens or was it the Predator? One of the two. 
It actually mm -hmm. was pretty well done too, uh, family video. So mm -hmm. yeah, that a lot of those superhero beatdown videos. I think there's one of the Predator versus Wolverine. That one looks really realistic and is really actually good. Yeah, Wolverine. The Wolverine suit's awesome. Yeah, it's actually like comic accurate. It's yeah. like the the yellow and blue and and black suit. So uh, I got a question now. Then um, that, that's all I have for the news today. So we're kind of open discussion for the last few minutes here. So speaking of Wolverine, there was a lot of rumors around Wolverine showing up Multiverse of Madness, which did not happen. Um, do you think that Wolverine will be the first official? I'm saying official because we've had some hints about mutants in the MCU already. But do you think Wolverine will be like the first? Well, I guess not, not the first. He won't be the first, but will be the next official mutant in the MCU because officially Professor X is the first mutant in the MCU now uh -huh. with Multiverse of Madness. So do you think he'll be the next one or do you think they're going somewhere else? I I don't know. Um, I mean, you know, they, they could go tons of different avenues, but I do think it would have been really interesting with we saw those helpers and stuff in Multiverse of Madness Obviously, we watched Logan. We saw that Wolverine was kind of like a, a an aide to Charles Xavier. It would have been funny to see like Logan just kind of just walk out from around the corner and, and be like, and this is my good friend James Logan or whatever, you know, like and everybody be like, what? Like never expected that coming and, and have him kind of be like a, a helper for Charles Xavier. So RMC thinks he'll be the first big one. Kids will be one. In the he goes, you're, you're, right about the, you're right about the professor, which that was my next question. Um, I think Rogue could be one for the Marvels um, because that's how she got her powers. And maybe, you know, there's some conflict there between her and Captain Marvel. And you know, maybe we, we leave the Marvels with the crippled Captain Marvel of her powers. And we have Spectrum or whatever they're going to go with for Monica. Mm -hmm. Um, and then we're gonna have Miss Marvel, so they could do Rogue. Rogue would be an interesting one to do for the Marvels. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it sounds like. And, go ahead. I was just gonna say they could even just introduce her in like a post-credit scene, yep. even yeah, at the end of that movie. They don't even have to like make her like an antagonist at all to Captain Marvel and do any of that. They could make that like Cap. They could make like the third Captain Marvel film about her and Rogue, kind of Rogue taking her powers and everything. The other one I could see is Mystique and Mystique all of a sudden uncloaking and showing herself where she was someone major this entire time. Yeah. Like one of the uh, World Security Council members or yep. something like that. Like somebody. President. Yeah. Somebody who's been like hidden in the background, manipulating everything. But then does that mean that she's tied to like Magneto potentially too? And they, they could do without Magneto, though. They, they could do without him. Depends what route mm -hmm. they go. Because remember, we, we saw at the end of um, Days of Futures Past where she was tied to Wolverine instead of being tied to um, Magneto after that. After her and Magneto split, and she was basically um, Striker on the mm -hmm. boat after they got him out, out of the water. Um, yeah. So you could do that. RMC is a question you're saying is this will, is this, uh, will they use multiverse route or Eternals? Which they could do multi-route or multiverse route because we saw Professor X and that's the first pathway to mutants right there in Multiverse of Madness. So it, it could be from 838 we could see mutants um, based in. Um, or we could see Eternals because we know what, you know, Eternals through history and that background there. So 
it, it, it depends. I almost wonder if I know it's been said that Feige is a big fan of the Savage Land, and mm-hmm. I wonder if it's going to come through the Savage Land or have a Savage Land project being the first major mutant project in the MCU. Yeah. I mean, I could also see, and I really hope that they wouldn't do this, but you know how like the Inhumans were manipulated by the Kree mm-hmm. to like maybe the X gene was implanted in humans by the Kree in the MCU. They could kind of put a little weird twist on that, you know, do that. And that's how the X gene got to Earth and has been here all along. Yeah. So there's plenty, plenty of ways they can do it. Um, they have a full roster to, to pick from to bring in. That you know they have all the Fox stuff, so they're not limited. Um, mm-hmm. So they kind of have sky's the limit on what they could do there. Oh, and and back to the first mutant thing. If Namor is technically a mutant, he might be oh, the right. next one that we see yes. too. So good point. Yeah, yeah, because we know right now that it doesn't seem like any time they're going to tie Wanda to mutants. You know, I think WandaVision pretty much killed that with her mm-hmm. being chaos magic. Yeah, um, I mean, they leaned so, really hard into the magic on, on yeah, that. So, like, yeah, even her like probability hex powers, they were even like, oh, yeah, that's that was the magic blooming, yep. you know, in you. So, yeah, I, um, I think her and Quicksilver, they're not going to be mutants tied. They're not going to be Magneto tied. None of that. I think we've gotten the, the story on them, mm-hmm. um, which is kind of sad because I don't think we'll, we'll get a House of M or anything like that arc with her um, or any of those type of things. So. Yeah, yeah, that is unfortunate, but, but it is what it is. Call Namor though. Yeah, it, 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 when does that come out? November, I think. November. Okay. Yeah, I think it's November. Let me double check. So we've got like six months, but they—I mean, I know we've talked about the the wings and stuff on Namor, and and they've already talked about some stuff, and I know his mutant ability is to fly, but it doesn't seem like he's going to be able to do that based on things that. I've heard some England cost water with them. Yeah. 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 Which, which is funny. Cause I just watched the fantastic four cartoon, um, with Namor as well. And he was like, Sue, I'm getting that for show the way he acted in the cartoon. <laughs> he was like head over heels for Sue storm in that cartoon. I was cracking up laughing. November 11th is the release date for Wakanda forever. Yeah. That's not that far away. Yeah. Um, and right here, we have a question in the chat. Can she still be a mutant and use chaos magic? She could. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're going to re- reckon, reckon her as a mutant, though. I think they've gone, they've done what they want to do with her right now. And yeah. so I don't think when um, we see Wanda again, um, Barb, I don't think she'll be tied to anything along those same lines. I think they'll keep her on the mystical witch magic side. Um, yeah, yeah. Powers would always second that anyway. Yep. Mm-hmm. Just so, like Namor. Yep. Um, so, uh, about 90 seconds left. Um, any closing thoughts in the last 30 seconds before I wrap things up? No, I don't think so. Okay. Well, thank you for joining us on our Saturday news edition stream. Um, we missed Andy today. Um, also to tell you that there'll be no stream tomorrow. Um, so we'll see you next weekend. Um, we did record our, Multiverse of Madness uh, review on Wednesday th- this past week. Um, and that should be out uh, Monday, most likely. Um, a regular drop time of episodes um, with this one shortly after. Uh, remember, that one is spoiler filled. So if you haven't seen Multiverse of Madness, um, you don't want to be spoiled. Um, don't watch the episode until you see it. Thank you, everyone, for joining us today. And we'll see you next Sunday.
Thank you, guys. Have a good one. Yeah. Why don't you tell them about the time we faced them? All right. Well, as I remember... At Avenger headquarters...